Today's episode is brought to you by Nadia Switz Dog River, who is an absolute unit of a dog to remind all pet owners of good boys and good girls that they always deserve an extra treat. Welcome back to the Rat Hour with me, Rat Boy. We have a jam-packed show today. We have Bushin' at the Movies with Sarah. She's going to break down a new movie. We have a brand new segment with local business owner, Bloodbath McGrath. He is our new pizza correspondent. So looking forward to speaking with him a little later on in the show. My wife drops in the studio. We break down a new cereal. And we have the in-depth conversation about summer school. So let's not waste any time and get into the show. Welcome back to the show. My wife Gina is in studio. We have another cereal review. Gina, what's in your bowl? Today we are reviewing General Mills Oatmeal Crisp. Mm, now with 20% more almonds. That's right. So, Gina, what did you think of them dry? I thought it was good because it's not too sweet. Mm-hmm. It's like um, like a wheat flake with like oatmeal pieces on it. And then there's some crunchy oat clusters and slivered almonds in the cereal. So not, I wouldn't eat this as like a snacking cereal. I would definitely eat this with milk. Yeah. Now, it didn't taste horrible dry. No, because it's like a wheat flake. So it has like a bran, the flakes have like a bran Mm -hmm. flavor, like a healthy taste. Yeah. It was very good with milk. Yeah. Um, Definitely was one of those that probably would soak up a lot of your milk. Kind of cereals, you know, like certain cereals will, will sometimes soak up your milk. And then... Um, Frosted Mini Wheats being one of the yeah, top contenders. Yeah. It's not, maybe not that extreme. However, very good, very sweet. I looked at the I side... I didn't think it was that sweet. I looked on the side, there was a lot of sugar in it, but I mean, it wasn't like an ungodly amount. I mean, Frosted Mini Wheats, this has 13 grams of sugar. Mm-hmm. I think Frosted Mini Wheats has 9 or 10. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. So, yeah. it's. I would say it's comparable, and it does have 6 grams of fiber. Yeah. But it was really good. Um, I don't... Is this, like, a newer... I don't remember I don't know. seeing this. Um, I feel like it's, like, Honey Bunch of... A, honey Bunch of oats but with a uh, like a brand rather than a corn flake flake yeah. yeah but you know i would i would recommend purchasing this um we get it at myers mm-hmm. um but with ex- a coupon excellent source of fiber according to the box heart healthy and delicious to help keep you full now gina you're a doctor question for you so fiber it says it quote unquote to help keep you full. 
Yeah. But doesn't fiber make you go to the bathroom? So how it that could. okay, but then why is it keeping me full? I think it's, it's the insoluble fiber, so because you digest it slower. Mm. I think that's the one. I think it's the insoluble fiber. I don't remember exactly. Mm. Craig okay. might know. He had that uh, nutrition degree or something. Craig, Call I don't know it. about that. Call into the show. Yeah, maybe maybe he'll call into the show one day. Um, but heart healthy, delicious oatmeal crisp, General Mills, worth a worth a buy. Definitely. Hey, Rat, hey, G, it's Sarah, and I'm back with another Boosh at the Movies. This time we're talking about the Boomer Classic Ford v. Ferrari. Boy, if you're a Boomer, then this is the movie for you. Mediocre Matt Damon, Christian Bale, fresh off of the movie set of Vice, losing all that weight, using his natural accent, which I did not enjoy. Ah, did I look up the plot, the entire plot of the movie, about 20 minutes in on Wikipedia? I absolutely did. Didn't tell my husband, though, because I did want to see his natural reaction to everything everything. You know what though? If you grew up in the 50s or 60s, you're probably going to like this one. No diversity, lots of old white guys with egos trying to prove that they have a big old ding dong. Also, Henry Ford II is everything that's wrong with America. Eat the rich, eat the rich. What's my review of this movie? Okay, boomer. I'll see you next time. This is Sarah BG signing out. We are back in the studio. I'm here with my wife, Gina. Gina, hi. Hello. Gina, it's hot outside. It's the summer. But you're starting to see back-to-school stuff, right? Yep. Okay. That got me thinking, which is a dangerous thing. Gina, did you ever go to summer school? No. I was smart. Okay. How about did you ever go to like a summer day camp? Oh. That happened to be at a school. Well, yeah. You you said summer school. Like I thought you meant like remediate classes. Oh, I don't know. No, I, I was smarter than you. Okay. Um uh we'll, we'll edit this out and post. Um okay. Thank you for reminding me. Gina, what what kind of programs did you do? So you mean day camp stuff? Like day camp stuff, yeah. Oh. Yeah, we, it was called, where I grew up, it was called summer school. Oh. And it would just be like, you know, a nature, you know, you go to like a nature preserve. It was oh, called yeah. summer school. So there was one, I think a couple years, um, there was... There was a there was an all girls school that had like a day camp program and you could you would sign up for like different classes so you do like classes all day mm-hmm. like you would do like sewing or baking or like acting or calligraphy yeah. like stuff like that. Um, I did at that place. I think I did baking. I think I did the calligraphy one. There was, like, Ukrainian egg decorating. Oh, that sounds exciting. (laughs) 
<laughs> Hi, Bilbo. I don't think I ever did the acting one. I know I did the sewing one because the blanket I made is in the dog's house oh. <laughs> right now. Well, that's nice. Well, see, that what it was useful. And it only took was... uh, twenty years for that to come down. Yeah. I think there was another year when my parents really had, like, high hopes for, I think, me and my brother. They sent us to this one, like, science camp. And all I remember of, like, I didn't want to be there. Because, mm -hmm. like, I just remember learning about polymers. What? <laughs> like, like two molecules that are linked together. That's so that's boring. All, that's all I remember. Yeah. Yes, it was boring. Ugh. I liked the other camp better because yeah. you did like calligraphy and baked stuff. Okay, that that would be that would be fun to like learn how to like bake and sew and stuff. Yeah, that... I think it was all like thirty minute classes, and yeah. it was like most of the day because I remember somebody's mom dropped us off, and then like my mom would pick us up. Oh, okay. All right. Did I ever tell? Have I ever told you like? Okay, so where I grew up, they had summer programs, and they would be at like. The high school or the junior high, and it'd be, we were, I was in like elementary school, and it would be over like one subject. Okay. And did I, have I ever told you this? No, and I'm surprised because I know every single one of your stories. Okay. So I'm shocked. Listeners, this is for real. I do not know this story. Okay. We have never had this discussion in the 10 years that we've known each other. Okay. So. I, I went to, the class was, it was at the junior high. I think it was in elementary school. Yeah, I was, I was in elementary school. And it was a class about bats, like the animal bats. How timely in yeah. this COVID season. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just, oh, oh, sidebar. If the elitist person that ate that bat soup is happened to be listening to this podcast, thank you for ruining everything. Okay. But I anyway, digress. Moving on. So this class was, I, I don't know. I think like my mom just like wanted us to be involved with something. And it was, I would imagine it was only like probably like, maybe a week or two like it wasn't very long but you you went every day and it was felt like forever yeah and you you get there like eight and then you leave at like noon so and it'd be like monday through thursday or something and for whatever reason i you know i was like into learning about nature so i wanted to learn about bats because i thought it was kind of cool just kind of learn about bats well anyway there was this teacher and keep in mind it's summer school, so it's very voluntary for people to be there. And um, this this woman was so mean. Like, she was just, like, angry. She was just a very angry person. Which, now looking back when I'm older, why are you teaching? But, okay. So, my parents were gone. And we were being babysat by some of my parents' friends, and they were dropping us off at the, the at the junior high. So I was already uncomfortable because my parents were gone. And the babysitter, like before we left, gave me she gave me and my brother. My brother was in another class at the junior high. Um, gave me a granola bar 
to just kind of snack on. But I knew we weren't allowed to have food. Like, that was like a big thing. You weren't allowed to have food. And for whatever reason, this day, like, I was so nervous about this can, like, I had this granola bar that it, like, fell out of my pocket. I don't, like, it might, because I was wearing shorts or whatever, and it just, it fell out of my pocket. So this, the teacher stopped class because she found it on the ground because, like, we went to the bat, we had, like, a bathroom break. We came back and she said, who, she took everybody out in the hallway and she went, whose granola bar is this? And I go, it's mine. And she goes, keep it in your pocket. Like, I don't want to see you eating it. I said, okay, you know, I, I understand. Okay. Yeah, yeah, probably. And then class is going on and whatever she's teaching us about God knows what. Um, and I'm like kind of nervous because I never, like I get nervous when like the authoritarian voice comes out in teachers. And all of a sudden in the middle of class, she stops and she goes, Patrick, stand up in front of me or stand up with me. And she made me eat the granola bar <laughs> in front of everybody and was like, you Wait, just... why? She said something... That, Did it fall out of your pocket again? I, no. Like, she just... She made me eat it and she was like... This is very reminiscent of Matilda. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she goes, like... You like you need to eat this. Like you're you're upset about it. But I was upset because she called me out in front of everybody. So I played it off like mm-hmm. so I was like I was like laughing when I was eating it. But like what the hell? And that's probably where a lot of my problems problems come from <laughs> was from that moment in time. But anyway, so like yeah. Parents, don't make your kids go to uh, summer school. Also, if that lady's still alive, you're the worst. You're the worst. All right, we have local business owner Bloodbath McGrath on the line. He's going to explain Detroit style pizza. Bloodbath, the floor is yours. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so basically, Detroit. Detroit-style pizza, uh, which is also known as Sicilian-style pizza. Uh, it's basically, they make it in a sheet pan. Uh, it's usually rectangular, and they cut it up. You usually get about, like, um, six or nine squares um, to an order. Um, it's got kind of crust on two sides. Um, you know, they usually just give it, like, one or two toppings. Um, it's kind of... It's not really like full on deep dish, but it's like thicker than like New York style pizza or like um like the Dayton like thin crust style. Um but yeah, basically that's it. Uh, some people do it good, some people don't do it quite as good. Um around here there's a place called Jets that a lot of people like. They do they do like that Detroit style pizza. Uh I'm not really a fan personally. Um mm-hmm. I used to work at a place called the Flying Pizza, uh by Wright State. They have Sicilian style pizza and theirs is pretty good. Yeah. I I don't mind it. I I have I go back if it's done right, it can be very good. Unfortunately, yeah. a lot of people do it wrong. And um there's a place up here 
um, in the Cleveland area where I've had it and it's actually, it was actually really, really good. Um, it just really depends on um, whether or not they're s- staying true to what it's supposed to be. And um, like any other pizza, the sauce really has a lot riding on it. And if it's bad sauce, I'm not, I'm just like, ah, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not about it. So um Bloodbath, would you like to call in frequently and explain different styles of pizza? Because I think that's what the listeners need right now. <laughs> See, that is totally what we need as a nation at the moment is good, wholesome talk about pizza and the pros and cons and the, uh, the lifestyle of people that eat too much pizza. Uh, how, that, <laughs> how that affects their worldview and their <laughs> digestive tract. And uh, just their lives in general, their pocketbooks. Uh, stuff can be expensive too. Like you gotta be rolling to uh, splurge a little bit and treat yourself, treat your family. All right. Well, thanks for calling in this week, Bloodbath. We'll we'll tune in next week. Okay. All right. Sounds good. I don't really have a tip for you per se, but. You're probably not drinking enough water, so maybe you should. All right, that's our show. Stay fresh, cheese bags.